Amen. Let's open our Bibles, please, to Proverbs 31. We are still studying about how to be spiritual. And uh, I believe what we're going to look at tonight is very, very important in uh, understanding how to make wise decisions and uh, to discern good and evil. I'd ask that you listen very carefully. Proverbs 31, we're going to begin reading in verse 1. We're going to read through verse 9. This is a continuation of the same context or subject matter. And uh, this pertains to being a king. And the purpose of kingship is to pass judgment. Uh, so this applies to every one of us. Look at Proverbs 31 and verse 1. The words of the king Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him, what my son and what the son of my womb and what the son of my vows. Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb and the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. So you have this context of a king in uh, seeing clearly, having an awareness to discern uh, righteous judgment in dealing with certain situations. So if you see at the end of verse 5, the judgment of any of the afflicted, then you see in verse 7, uh, I'm sorry, verse 8 talks about the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. And then verse 9, judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and the needy. So we're going to look at, if you, at the end of verse 3, uh, the title is Ways That Destroy Kings. Ways That Destroy Kings. All right, let's pray. Father, we pray that you bless the study, help us to understand. We have been made kings and priests uh, in Christ uh, according to thy will and the dispensation of grace. Help us to understand uh, judgment in seeing clearly in reaching a righteous, just conclusion. We yield your spirit now that he would reveal these things to us and that we would understand the power of volition of free will to make uh, wise decisions so that we could pass uh, righteous judgment. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, just a real quick review. This is a precept of a foundation we've already uh, studied. Uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 16, when you're spiritual, you'll have a revealing of something that was already present now uh, the spiritual cataracts will be removed. You'll be able to see what was already there. Then you'll begin to search. There'll be a searching. 
Once there's the searching, there'll be the knowing. Once you begin to know what God wants you to know, there will be comparison. You'll begin to compare. And then when, when you do this, you will have judgment. So there's nothing wrong with judging. Um, actually, if you don't judge, you're not right with God. He that is spiritual judgeth all things. So the liberals would say, you're judging me. No, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just reaching the same conclusion that God reached. I'm agreeing with God. That's all it is. So then when you do that, you have this uh, transition or translation from the carnal mind, which is enmity against God, to the mind of Christ. So we have the mind of Christ. Now, there are ways that destroy kings. Do not give your strength unto women. A lot of, that isn't the subject, a lot of men uh, fall prey to this. Uh, they can't handle it. A woman, uh, they melt. They lack the, man, it's quiet in here. They lack the ability to, to stand up and to lead them. They give their strength to them and uh, it's a foolish thing to do. The second thing it says, recognize ways that destroy kings so satan is very cunning he's very deceptive he's very wily if he cannot deceive a person with the wrong mindset reject god reject the bible rebel against god do what you want to do then he will do the next thing which sometimes works almost better he will try to get that person to get things in the wrong order or put emphasis on the wrong thing, which is down in priority, not the top priority. So a lot of people have this problem. They get it in the wrong order or the wrong priority. So in the world, we have this teaching to seek and magnify those who have a position or title of power versus character. So the order is character comes first and then you put a person in power or give them a title if they have the right character. But what the world wants to do is put incompetent, unqualified people in power you see this all the time places of employment management government uh, sports um, law enforcement people who do not have what it takes to get the job done but they were uh, deceived they thought they were qualified and those who hired them did not check their credentials fully they gave them this power, and then what happens? Knowledge puffeth up. They get the big head. They think they're somebody because they have a title or a position when the reality is we're not to lay hands on any man suddenly. You ought to have, uh, over a period of time, consistency, persistency, that your character qualifies you for and your experience for the position of uh, leadership and authority. 
So the world in secular humanism looks for prestige, a certain place of society, popularity, and even if they're not popular, as long as they have the power, they don't care who they run over, take advantage of. Title, they wanna be on top of the chain of command. They want a position. They want some hierarchy and they want to be called somebody. They don't want to be somebody. They want to be called somebody. You see this all the time. Uh, there are teachers who can't teach, I know. There are uh, government officials that cannot govern. Well, this is what's going on right now. Uh, all over our society, there are administrators who cannot administrate, is that a word? Administer, we see it all the time. And it's the downfall of a society when people do not make the leaders qualify through education, character, experience, and they just give them a position or a title. So, you know, we've seen our whole life. Even in the Old West, a guy, he'd buy himself a uniform and just call himself something. Major General. He wasn't a major. He wasn't a general. Wasn't even in the military. But... He would call himself that. Uh, Captain, the right reverend, what do you call it? Apostle Bishop of the Pentecostal First Methodist United uh, Church of God in Christ, heretic church. Just call himself something. So if they can get a title and power and position, even though they're unworthy, you see what happens is this they are ignorant they're unqualified number two they lack the experience you cannot lead somebody where you've never been that's very important and but the last thing is they have low character and this is going on in the present administration they choose people based on an agenda and most of them are not qualified many of them most of them have no business uh, in the government over what they've been given this power and so what are they? They're patsies and they're uh, puppets and they're sellout. If you look real close, somebody's pulling the strings. They don't even think. They have no conviction of their own. They're just a sellout. They say whatever they're told to say. They can't think for themselves and they're unqualified for the job Chairman, you know, I see the chairman, teacher, principal, advisor, counselor, overseer, administrator, manager. And a lot of times they just buy a degree or they just stamp one on there. They're unqualified. See it all the time. President, vice president, <laughs> congressman, senator, uh, mayor, governor, whatever it is. So they take the bait and they yield to the temptation, the trap of pride. They fall into the pit and the shackles of corruption. Because why? They have a title, they're not qualified. They have a position, no experience. They have power, but low character. This is where we're at in society. 
Look at some of the managers running some of these places. It's scary. Look how they dress. Look at their personal hygiene. Look at their discipline. Look at what's going on. It's a scary, scary thing. So remember the old saying, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Now, a title without qualification is absolute corruption because the people are mistreated. They have no good leader. And what is the real biblical qualification? It is wisdom and righteous judgment. We're going to look at all these verses. Wisdom and righteous judgment. The I love the verse. I always quote it in Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. The most important thing in life is wisdom. Get wisdom. With all thy getting, get understanding. Buy it. Buy the truth and sell it not. Seek it. Wisdom, when it avails, will give you all and everything else that you're looking for and that you truly need. So if you get wisdom, then you get all the fringe benefits or the things that wisdom gives you. But if you seek for the things that wisdom gives you without wisdom, then you're just looking for a title or a position and you're unqualified. That, that's the truth. So, I always said, I, I, th I don't remember where I heard it, but all you need is enough wisdom to know you need wisdom. You don't have to be a wise person. All you need is enough wisdom to know you need wisdom. And then when you use that little bit of wisdom, you'll get wisdom, and then you'll become a wise person, and then wisdom will do everything else. If you try to do it without wisdom, then all you have is a title. I'm a, I'm a husband. Yeah, you better be a wise husband. I'm a wife. I'm a father. I'm a mother. Um, you know, I'm a member. I am an employee. I'm a manager. Whatever the title is, uh, be very careful Watch out for those people who are corrupted because they don't qualify. You see it all the time. So in the Bible, the king, he had to make wisdom the principal thing. He was required by the law to write his own copy of the law. Now just think about that. He had to sit down with the ready scribes, read the law of God, and write down his own copy, meditating upon it as he went, because wisdom is the principal thing. He had to have knowledge. He had to pay the price. And God was giving him the responsibility, therefore he was accountable to passing judgment. This is really what life's all about. Can you decide what is the right thing? What is the right rendering justly with equity of a situation can the king see clearly to think clearly based on the eternal word of God so that he has the guidelines the protection 
the leadership and the discernment to see a situation and then have the conviction to make the right decision. Because all through the Bible, God hates a just balance. He hates those that abuse the poor that give special favors to the rich. He hates those that will compromise for their own agenda and will not be truthful and live by principle. And, and this is where we're at. You see it all the time. So there are ways that destroy kings. When God saves us, not only does he forgive us of all of our sin, past, present, future, through faith in Christ, but he places us in a position of power. Not just a position of power. He gives you the title of being a king and being a priest. So we're just going to look at this. Some of us know this, but let, let's turn to the Revelation. And you need to know where this is. Now, this is nothing to be proud about. We shouldn't be haughty, but you ought to know where this is. And if you're feeling a little bit down on yourself, maybe you're a, labor, a blue collar worker or a laborer, or maybe you're getting uh, taken advantage of. We need to know this first. You need to know who you are in Christ, in the kingdom of God. So look at Revelation 1, verse 6. It says, And hath made us kings and priests unto God and His Father. To Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So do you see yourself as a king? Do you see yourself as a priest of the Most High God? A mediator between uh, God or Christ and sinners to tell them about Christ. But how do you see yourself? Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you see yourself as a lowly uh, servant, then, and I know we're all supposed to be servants, he that is first shall be last, the greatest is the servant. But I'm talking about authority with humility. Do you see yourself as a king? Do you see yourself as someone appointed by God according to His will and He has given you a title and an authority? I remember Brother Howes always told the story where he was on a plane flying somewhere to preach. Somebody saw him and uh, he's dressed in a suit. They said, oh, what do you do for a living? He said, I'm an ambassador. And they said, an ambassador? Man, you're somebody powerful. What, uh, to what country are you an ambassador? He said, I'm from heaven. And uh, I'm an ambassador for Christ. And I represent God on earth. And they, they said, who are you? And who do you think you are? You know, what would somebody do if they said, well, what do you do? Oh, I'm a king. Now, I'm a king. Uh, of what? Of whatever God gave me to rule over. I am a king. Whether you realize it or not, whether you believe it or not, it is a spiritual, invisible kingdom in many ways. But if you see yourself as a slave, if you see yourself as an addict, if you see yourself as just a, a lowly person, who has no authority or power, then 
that's what you are, but what does the Bible say? He's made of kings and priests and himself. Will you believe what God says? Will you accept it? And will you stand up and not let these ways destroy you? Why is it then there's so many kings but little kingship? Why is it that there's so many kings but very little victory? Very little power? Very little uh, ruling power over other things that want to usurp your authority. So this is what happens. Everything in the world, all these spirits out there want to usurp the authority that God gave you. They want to take advantage, take over, run you over. They want the king to become the slave. They want the king to be put in shackles. But if you think right and you have wisdom, you can take control of your life. You know, how can a person who has no control over their own life control others? Unqualified. How can a person who has no temperance, when temperance is one of the, part of the fruit of the Spirit, according to Galatians 5, temperance, self-control, and then try to tell other people what to do? It's unbelievable where we're at. You know, they're, they're trying to tell you you can't have a big gulp, then you can't have a toilet that flushes, and, you know, when all this stuff going on, forcing things on other people that they won't live themselves. Uh, there's uh, global warming, but they have 21 private airplanes. You know, just total corruption. Uh, you got to wear a mask and lock down when they don't have to at their little parties. All these things that they have, it's wide open, just look it up. Uh, they do not want, they want to enforce things they will not live. One, one of my favorite passages, it says that the princes dug the wells. Yeah. The princes got out and did ditch digging. They didn't just watch and tell the laborers what to do. They were right there. They had grease under their fingernails. They had calluses on their hands. They were working just like everybody else. In the old days, the kings would lead the charge into battle. You know, they'd pull their sword, charge. Uh, it was up to God if they got cut down. They were leading, not just telling everybody, not bossing, not just uh, taking advantage of other people. They were out there doing it themselves. So, do you believe you're a king? How do you see yourself? Not just a lowly serf or a uh, peon in an ancient medieval caste system. How do you see yourself? So, that's the first key. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 8. And this is a very important passage, understanding God's will and the things which were written aforehand were written for our learning. So, look at 1 Samuel 8. You know, it would be like if you, you go to somebody's house and it absolutely looks like a tornado. And I, I never forgot that. One of our, I'll try to, one, an acquaintance we know, 
you want to know who this is, I'll tell you. They, uh, they're, they have a position of power. Their alarm system went off, the police showed up, and when they went to their house, they thought that their house had been ransacked. Literally, it's a true story. They thought that they'd been ransacked. They said it looked like a tornado blew through the house. But, and when they called them, they said, oh no, I'm just an unorganized person. But then that person wants to go boss other people around, tell them how to run their life. They can't run their own life. If you can't run your own house, how can you go and manage a business or, or a property? And this is what's going on all over America. Unqualified, inexperienced, uneducated people want a, a power title. Look at me. Uh, what Brother Howes used to call them, PhD means a post hole digger. Uh, anyway. All right, let's look at 1 Samuel. Now I know there's some that are the exception to the rule. Uh, 1 Samuel 8, look at verse 4. 1 Samuel 8, verse 4. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to do what? Judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me that I should not reign over them according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do they also um, unto thee. So God intended for Israel to be a theocracy, that he would lead and govern them as their king, and govern them according to the written word of God. They wanted a king like all the other nation. What was the king? What did they ask for? A king to judge us. A king to rule over us and to judge right from wrong. And to make decisions when there's arguments or disagreements. So, number one, God has made every man a what? A king and a priest. Number two, what is the purpose of a king? To sit in glory and to look in the mirror and to boss people around and say, you do it, but I'm not. No. The, the purpose of the king is to pass judgment. To know the Bible, be spirit-filled and led, to have awareness, to see a situation, to size it up, to hear the evidence and to reach a biblical conclusion and then have the conviction to say this is what we need to do about this. This is right. This is wrong. No sentimentalism. No subjection. No emotionalism. No hidden agenda. This is the right thing to do. And of course, what happened? God gave them Saul. He started out being a very humble man. What happened? The position went to his head. The power 
went to his head. And so God rejected him, chose David, a man after God's own heart. But most people can't handle the power. Um, you know, when, when someone gloats, and I know we, we've all done this and have it but say they uh, are very happy about a certain title they have. And someone asks them, you know, very seldom do you see somebody humble about it. You know, I'm the, I'm the parent of three, two boys and one girl. You know, you never hear, man, I sure hope I can raise them right for God. I can't believe God made me a parent. This is a humbling thing. I hope I can do right. It's always usually the gloating and the, the uplifting of the pride. Oh, I just got promoted. I'm, uh, I'm manager over this territory. You know, it's very seldom is it. And I sure hope I can manage well and lead our team to be successful in this month's coming quarter. You know, you know very seldom you hear that. It's, it's always, I'm a this, I'm a that, I have this title. And most people can't handle it. That's most. Now, some people can. How do you do it? You have to be humble. You have to humbly walk with God. And you have to realize this is not going to be easy. I have to pass judgment. I, you know, think about raising a child. Should you discipline them or not? How strict should you be? How much... Uh, training should you give at what time it's a very fearful thing most people don't do that they just um, I'm a mother I'm a parent uh, and and a lot sad to say most people don't do a very good job look at look out there what's going on um, in the world so the purpose of the king is what not to wear the crown, not to sit on the throne, not to lord over God's heritage, not to tell somebody to do something that they won't do, not to take advantage, but to do what? Pass judgment. And if we could see this, it would change everything. You know, how are you going to rule and reign over your new car? How are you going to rule and reign over your furniture? over your kitchen utensils, your bedroom? How will you rule and reign over uh, upkeep of your property and your yard and your pets? How are you going to rule and reign as a husband or a wife or a parent uh, or an employee or whatever it is? If we saw this differently, it's a fearful thing. You know, are you going to do it wisely? Are you going to pass judgment? Because you're going to have to make a lot of very difficult decisions. Very difficult decisions on spending money. Should you spend it? How much should you spend? How are you going to do these things? And how are you going to deal with what we call personality conflicts and these types of things? Is it going to go to your head? Or are you going to humbly seek God as you wrote a copy for yourself? Now, I don't think we have to do that. You ought to read it, though. Uh, a, a lot often 
And then what does God want you to do? But most people can't do that. So they just have a title. Uh, it, it would be like a sales team leader who is not required to be a salesman, never was, and he, he never met the quota, and then he gets over a team and lords over them to produce certain numbers to reach a quota that he doesn't have to meet or he never did meet and he's not qualified and he doesn't have any experience, but he sure knows how to boss people around. Just, man, I've heard about city governments, the stuff going on, uh, a lot of managers are not qualified. I mean, I've, ha I've heard stories about people over uh, this, the public works, uh, the sewer systems, the uh, infrastructure, the sewer, uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, just look what's going on out there. Look what's going on out there. They can't even fix a pothole a lot of times. It's scary stuff. I'm talking big cities too. So, we're kings. What's the purpose? Be a king. Not look like a king. Not boss people around like a king. What does a king do? Pass judgment. So, look what it says in uh, verse 7. How do we reign as a king? See, everybody wants to skip the middle stage and the hard part. 1 Samuel 8, 7 again. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not, what? Reign over them. And then all the other verses say, Judge us says that in verse 6. It goes back earlier in the chapter, later on. So, uh, the third thing is, in passing judgment, this is how the king reigns. This is the only way that you can reign is to pass judgment. But what do most people do? They just want to reign. They want the power. They want control. They want to make the decisions. They want uh, other people under them. And this is how it corrupts absolutely. Because if you can't judge, you can't reign. So if you have unjust judgment, you know, compromise, special interest group, the, the uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease, pandering to delinquents of society and social misfits. Uh, how, how's that going to work out for the silent majority? You've lost your influence. Why? Because you're trying to reign now without righteous judgment. And that's what a king does. So it's very important not to be um, hypocritical that's why it says the, the, uh, the shepherd is not to lord over God's heritage, to be an ensample to the flock. Don't just try to give rules and administrate and micromanage. Give people freedom to make their own decisions within the parameters of righteous judgment. And this is how you can delegate authority 
and then people will learn and they will lead others by the right example through righteous judgment. But when you don't have that, you have literal corruption, chaos. This is where we're at in federal, state, local government. You see it everywhere you look. People want to be a king. Uh, there are people in office who think they're a total hot shot and they are not qualified. I mean, that's just the bottom line. They are in there because of their gender or race only. You know, if they had any dignity at all, they'd step down. You know, I don't qualify for this. I was only put into this because of, uh, of my gender and race. I'm not qualified. And you can see it. Um, it's what, what, you know, in the good old days, I'm through, I'll just show you how old I am. They only put generals as presidents. People who'd been to war, risked their life, maybe had horses shot out from under them, led men in combat, and then they could be the commander-in-chief leader of the, the army. No, nowadays they put anybody in there. It, it's, it's insane what's going on. Uh, and, man, just, just look what's going on. If you can't change the oil in your vehicle and check your fluid levels and tire pressure, how can you run a business or a household or a corporation or a government? <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. So we'll continue. Um, ways that destroy kings. This is all introduction. You need to know you're a king and you need to know you, you judge and by judging righteous, that's how you reign. Amen. All right, let's stand.